You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. How is it going, folks? How are you doing? I want to let you know about something, and that something is Gun Street Wiring Shop. You've been listening for a few weeks, and you've been hearing about Gun Street, and you've been hearing me tell you how awesome they are, and you know what? Nothing's changed. They still are. They're still the best place to go for all your guitar wiring needs. So if you got a Les Paul with scratchy pots, you got a, you know, I don't know, you got a Stratocaster that you're looking to get the the system updated into some new crazy thing, that's where you go. You go to GunStreetWiringShop.com, you check out all the offerings they have, and if they don't have exactly what you're looking for, that's when you got to email Sean and say, hey man, I need to invert the whatever to the whatever to the whatever, and they can make it happen. So go to GunStreetWiringShop.com. Check them out. They will hook you up. I also want to tell you about a little something called Sinusoid. You know the Soid boys. They've been supporting this cast for a long time, and we very, very much appreciate it. And I want to talk to you about TechFlex. TechFlex is like a protective mesh that goes around the cable, and you can, you know, it helps prevent cuts, it helps prevent tears, it slides around really easy. TechFlex is a wonderful thing, and you can get it in all kinds of custom colors. And what's really cool is when you put it over certain other colors of cable, so you put like a blue TechFlex over a white cable, it totally changes the vibe. I like seeing a red flex over black. I like all this stuff. So the combinations are almost endless, and they really, really are cool. So it's a neat thing. So check out Sinusoid.com and check out the TechFlex. And a little thing, um, I don't know if this is a normal thing, but I actually had somebody message me recently, another cable company, who maybe wasn't aware of Sinusoid, or I'm not really sure what the what the situation is. This sinus, or excuse me, this co- cable company claimed to have a patent on TechFlex on cables, which is not not true. So I got a good chuckle out of that one. I won't name names, but Sinusoid does not hold the patent either, but they do flex their cables and they have more options than anybody else out there that I'm aware of. So check out sinusoid.com and get yourself that Superfly cable that you've been needing for your instrument. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the ToneMob.com podcast, the show about guitar tone and the people behind it. Again, I'm Blake Wyland, and with me today I have returning from a, a, long, a long hiatus, Mr. Ryan Burke of the 60 Cycle Hum podcast. Have I, have I been on hiatus? From I, this show. I mean, I, it's... I, I thought, it, I, I didn't know it was hiatus, I thought it was one and done, so, so I, I wasn't thinking like, oh my gosh, I've... I'm letting people down. I'm on hiatus. I'm not. I'm not producing for the Tone Mob right now. People are 
gonna be upset. Uh, well, they're <laughs> they've been very very upset. I I, <laughs> I don't want to even share with you the emails I've been getting. Oh, I'm sure. Like like he doesn't care anymore. He's all focused on that sixty cycle hum thing, and like he's gotten too big, you know, flying to Germany and all this stuff. <laughs> it he's sounds forgotten, like forgotten I, was roots. I was supposed to be an unofficial co-host, and I just never got the memo. I don't know. What's I mean, going I, on here. I've, I've been sending you all those letters via carrier pigeon. They must have got lost. Oh, I I shoot any bird that comes anywhere <laughs> near my property. So that's, that's what's been going on. I've, I got this whole thing with birds. I don't like them. No, I understand. I mean, they, they can be a menace. Um, that's, <laughs> if it flies into your airspace, you're just, you're just blasting. I mean, you never know. You don't know who sent that bird. You, you can't be too careful these yeah. days. So yeah, I have, I, it's been a long time since I was here on the Tone Mob. I don't remember when that was. It feels like maybe like two years ago. I think that's pretty accurate. I think uh, I should have looked before we started, but uh, I think it was like maybe one of the first 10 episodes. Yeah, it was maybe. pretty early. It was. Yeah, you guys were already deep. You guys were like probably 50, 50 plus in at, at the point you came on this been doing, operation. Been doing this forever. Forever. Four years now. I just looked it up. Episode 13. Episode 13, you're way yeah. more on the ball. Like I can't, I can't Google things like while I'm talking, I have, I'm not a, I have no, no, uh, multitasking ability whatsoever. I just pulled it up on iTunes. No big deal. You know, whatever. no big deal. My mind can do multiple things at, at, at once. I'm sorry. Your <laughs> feeble one can't, this ain't no thing. <laughs> I, I actually had to stop doing something when you started talking. I was. I was playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, and I was like, I wonder if I could play this while recording, and nope, I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, is it bad that I don't know what Roller Coaster Tycoon is? Oh, is that a bad thing? It's bad. It's, it's a game that came out, I think, like in the early 2000s or late 90s or whatever, mm -hmm. and uh, I figured out how to get it running on my current model. Oh, wait. You're right. I do remember this. It's a... Uh, it's fun. I like it. I was thinking this was some new Facebook game that I'd never heard of, but no, no, no this is a throwback. Yeah, this is old stuff. Good times. Yeah. Maybe you're the man who can help me get uh, the original Diablo up and running on my current nope. machine. Nope. Nope. Yeah, it's, it's a miracle that I got this running. <laughs> I am not one of those guys. <laughs> mm. I'm going to have to do some, do some, find some extra nerdy people to help yeah, me out yeah. with that one. Well, I'm sure there's some listening right now and you're going to get flooded with emails of people like sending you links showing you exactly how to get Diablo running. It's amazing how that happens sometimes, right? Yeah. Like you 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 know you kind of uh you view it as just like you talking out into the ether sometimes and then it's like it talks back. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, "Whoa." <laughs> I have to be this it sounds like a awful humble brag, but I have to be careful like what questions and what things I say on 60 cycle hum these days, because like if I say like, oh, I'd like a guitar like this, like I'll get emails from builders like, oh, let me build you one and things like that. You know? <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I, I got to say things like every episode. I can't actually follow through on most of them. So <laughs> I, that, that does get tricky once in yeah. a while. Yeah, because uh, back in the back in the day, it was like. 
you kind of you kind of were. I mean, not that not not that there wasn't anybody listening. There just wasn't as many people listening to guitar podcasts back right, right. when we started, and uh, so the the response wasn't quite as as immediate <laughs> as it yeah, is yeah. these days. Um, but I don't know if you. That's kind of why I wanted to talk to you and uh, get you back on because I feel like we're both in a completely different space than we were when you oh, first totally. came on, and you've been doing it for a lot longer than I have, so. I'd be curious to see how you thought this whole weird guitar media world has, has evolved since, you know, since our last conversation. Well, as, as everyone knows that you and I and every other guitar podcaster out there are just filthy rich now. I mean, we're all doing this full, <laughs> full time. We're, uh, you know, we're the go-to media for anyone who's trying to advertise. And it's just like, I feel like I'm turning down money every day. Every single it's like that for you, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh feel like Scrooge McDuck over here. Just diving <laughs> into that that vault, just swimming around and it just it's just a it's really well it's the it's the industry it's a, you get into if you want to get filthy rich. It's a burden at this point. I mean, I've got I've got to hire a team of people to manage the money at this point. Mm-hmm. I know I know that you're in the same boat. Uh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. I know that you, you quit your job a while back, right? And you're doing uh, like kind of media marketing stuff behind the scenes for companies now. Is yeah, like- exa- yeah, exactly. Uh, which is, I mean, you know, we make we make jokes about the podcast, but it's directly tied to, yeah, the, doing the podcast. It was where I got to talking to different people, and um, I, uh, you know, made made a bunch of connections through that, and yeah, it's it's led me to be able to basically kind of be a a consultant for that's fantastic multiple different companies yeah it's it's i love it i really yeah. do it's so it's so much more fun and so much more what was uh what i'm wired for i uh i i really really love it and really appreciate the the work from everybody if you guys are listening i can't name <laughs> names but if you guys are out there listening thank you yeah so that's, much that's great that you get, get to have you know a gig that's connected and related but then like you get to be kind of behind the scenes with it and not have to uh deal with an audience uh, the worst part of it right <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah. i mean there's there's definitely some sticky points with that as you know and you've you've ran into various uh you know controversies slide your way and you oh, have sure. to fi- figure out how to deal with them that is I mean, sticky but what's great are- about slide our way or we manufactured them or yeah, you you guys are the ones that manufacture i'm always like no put the fire out get out of here i'm I'm not interested throw gas on that yeah (laughs) i want it real big (laughs) i'm running at it with a fire extinguisher and you're you're throwing dynamite sticks at it (laughs) sounds about right yeah yeah i'm Uh, i'm kind of you know just more of the same as what i was doing back then i'm doing more paid demos i'm figuring out more ways to uh, kind of like make little streams of money here and there doing the podcast and doing demo videos and doing other content. So it's, it's been good. Like it's been starting to make more and more sense as it goes on, but man, we're four years into it and it's just now <laughs> like starting to make a little bit of sense financially. So it's like, that's what, you know, people have to look forward to if they they're thinking they're going to get into doing a podcast or demo channel and think they're going to get rich quick. And I, I really do think that that's, 
that's more um, the norm than actually the, you know, oh, yeah. you hear about the, the wildly successful podcasts that all of a sudden are these these huge, you know, massive downloads, massive sponsorships, all this stuff. And those are the ones that grab headlines. But there's like probably millions of podcasts at this point. Uh-huh. Most of them, uh, most of them just kind of struggle to stay around. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a labor of love for the vast majority of us. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even if you are making some money, the, the amount of work that you put in to get there, uh, you, you <laughs> there's so many other things you could have done, you know? If if mo- if money was your goal, yeah, exactly. But I mean, I uh, I wouldn't, uh, you know, it's I don't wouldn't discourage anyone from doing it. No. It's been great for me. But it's a, um, it's a fantastic hobby, and it connects you to uh, people who are connected to the stuff that you love. I mean, mm-hmm. I, would, I would I want everyone to start a podcast. <laughs> I well, I mean, I am a huge podcast fan, so oh, yeah. it's like. Uh, I do want everyone to start a podcast so I can have more, more choices and more variety of uh, people to listen to. But it's, it's, it's a weird world. I, I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for the podcast. The podcast is very yeah. important. I, re- I really just want to listen to my friends talk without actually having to be on the phone with them or in the same room with them. Like, that's really is that I the want. goal? That's the goal. Like, that's why I want everyone to start a podcast listen to my friends talk to each other and I don't have to do anything. Throwing a party and you don't have to buy any food. It's it's fantastic. That sounds like the laziest form of friendship. (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the (laughs) laziest form of friendship possible. I see. I've always took you as that type of guy. (laughs) That's me. You figured me out. (laughs) So... Uh, random question because we haven't really talked about we haven't talked about much other than our online interactions. Oh, we're just uh, talking about ourselves and how great we are and the stuff that we do because we're so important. I do want to know about the stuff you do. That's why you're. That's why you're back. Why you're? Back. I'm back. That's. I guess that's why I'm a guest on your show. Mm-hmm. Here I am. You want to talk to me about me? I do. It's true. Uh, tell me about. Tell me about Germany. I know you guys talked about it on your your show, but. Sure. Tell me what you can tell me about how that came together and what what you did over there. This is I know this is old news for a lot of people at this point, but sure. Still, let's refresh. Pretty exciting, and it's like I'm still amazed that it happened. But uh, so, long story short, there was this event that was hosted uh, by a couple companies uh, the year previous. And uh, they tried to take it over from the person who organized it. And that person being Henning Polly um, from the YouTube channel HP42. Uh, he was like, well, I can do this again on my own without you guys with a different company. And so that's what he did. It was just like a YouTuber event where everyone flies out and they spend a week messing around with gear and, and making videos with each other. So he. Uh, put it together with Komen music in Germany this time versus the other companies that we won't mention. Uh, and for some reason I got on his radar as a YouTuber and he invited me and the whole thing was paid for all my travel, all my hotel costs, all my food costs were completely covered. And I was like, I, there's no way I can turn this down. I've got to go. So I got on on a little airplane and I flew all the way 
uh, to Germany and spent a week there just making videos, hanging out with people, eating food. It was pretty fantastic. It was just an, an amazing experience uh, getting to hang out with everyone and getting to experience a different country. I'd never been to Europe before, um, let alone Germany. And uh, man, I, there's so much to say about it. I mean, I was, I was, they, something that not everyone knows about Germany is they just love apple juice over there. And uh, they serve it with I every, had no idea. That's they, so crazy. They serve it with every meal. Like they're more into apple juice than, than, than they're into water. I'll say that. And like I had apple juice with breakfast today and I was like, it takes me back. I would have never had apple juice with a meal before. But then I went to Germany and here I am drinking apple juice. I had no idea that was a thing. I figured they would just they would have a doppelbock with every meal or something. Well, yeah, but you, you know, you have the apple juice there to balance it out. That's I don't know. I, I I only went down that road because I still have the cup in front of me where I drank apple juice this morning. <laughs> but yeah, it yeah, it, it was pretty it was pretty amazing to to go there and, and do all the stuff. And I really hope that I get to do it again. I hope they organize it again and I'm invited again. Um I know that uh I had different goals than a lot of the YouTubers there and I made way more content, but then the quality was a lot lower. So oh, I was like, okay. So I made like thirty something videos, and other people made like eight or like ten. But I was just like running and gunning, like I'm gonna play this guitar. I'll set up an iPhone and record myself playing and talking about it instead of waiting for like an official room to open up. That's right. kind of how I roll. So we'll see if in a year they look at my body of work and think that it's worth it for me to go back, based on content versus quality, I guess. Or just your body in general. My, my body, my mm -hmm. body work and uh, my body that I've been working on. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. My working body. <laughs> working man's body. <laughs> get, get, to, get to hang out with everyone there. It's incredible. Like all the people that, you know, I watch on YouTube were there with me mm -hmm. making videos, being themselves in real life, which turns out like none of us have the ability to fake who we are so we're exactly who we are on camera <laughs> it's just you, you don't stop watching after 10 minutes you're like after 10 minutes you're still hanging out with with glenn fricker you know <laughs> he's still right. here here he is <laughs> it's funny this is this is funny I, d I never really talked about glenn before but like uh this is the second time he's come up in conversation on uh a podcast that i was on like right, i was just right. recording with brian yesterday and he was talking about glenn and uh, I, 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 my, my thing about Glenn is, is he is angry in real life as he seems on YouTube. He's angry, but he's sweet. Okay, like, got that it. makes sense. Like it does. Like that's that's his personality, where he's just like, I'm ready to be angry about this. But he's, you know, if you're there with him in person, he's, you know, he's all about you. He listens to you. He wants to have conversations with you. Like he's a he's a very nice person. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I'm glad to hear that. I'm always glad to hear that people are nice and not it's sometimes the angry self they portray on the internet. <laughs> well, you know, he's got that personality, and I think it's very entertaining for his audience. Uh, and you know, people who stumble across his stuff to watch someone rant on things and to be kind of aggressive with their opinions. I think it's fun. You know, oh, it is a good time. No one likes lukewarm, so that. Exactly. Uh, that definitely, uh, that definitely is not his mo. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good times. 
<laughs> have you had you hung out with uh, Jay Leonard Jay prior to that? I had not. It was my first time getting to hang out with Jay. Uh, Jay and I became fast friends in Germany, and we're spending a lot of time together. Uh, he's a blast. He's just he's amazing. He's, he's a one ton of, the, of fun. He's he's got to be one of the coolest guys. Yeah. In any like not just in the industry he's just one of the coolest guys i've ever talked to i had sat across the table from him at your uh, at your pizza party at nam a couple of years back and i was like oh hey there's jay and we said hi across the table but then we didn't actually talk so <laughs> it took flying to another country like 20 hours away for jay and i to actually hang out when we live in the same time zone <laughs> you know? oh i mean tell me about it like there's so many guys in portland as you know that I, I i don't ever see until nam yeah it's like we're we're like a 20 minute drive from each other but jay, jay is just a monster player like oh geez no joke no joke like like the the demos that i do they come together because i do like 20 takes mm -hmm. he, he picks up any instrument and is just on point every time like it's it's ridiculous he he still um i kind of wish i would have recorded it um like two years ago uh, or three years ago maybe i can't remember we were at the tacoma guitar show and jay was there and he was just playing some pedals and he he was demoing some stuff and i think i was talking to chris benson and 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 leon and a couple other guys and we just like we all just looked we were kind of on the side and we just turned around and we're like who is doing that? Oh, it's Jay. Yeah. And it was like, that is insane. Like I, I, I it's some of the best playing I've ever heard ever. Yeah. Uh, there was a, there was a party that we had at, at, in Germany that, that Toman threw where they had a, a house band come and play a set. But of course, like halfway through their set, everyone's done eating dinner and <laughs> all the demo guys just start wandering on stage and taking over. <laughs> and and jay made his way up there and it's it's honestly like the stuff of legend within that group man like everyone was just could not stop talking about jay playing on the stage and like his stage persona and performance and stuff. he just takes over it's incredible well that's like that's what he does too like yeah he's he does demos and stuff but he's a you know he's a hired gun like he yeah i don't know if you listened to the first episode he did with with uh, me but he has so many stories about touring asia and playing like there are artists that we ha we don't know who they are because we sure. don't pay attention because we're dumb americans but i don't know who anyone is anymore i mean it's not, not hard to do <laughs> <laughs> but he's playing with these like really big uh you know asian pop bands of various from various countries and and like big events like arenas and stuff uh -huh. um, so i mean he, he that that's a honed skill that he has yeah, I mean, he is just in the pocket twenty four seven. It's incredible. Mm hmm. And he makes everything. He's he's got that uh, he's got that Andy Martin thing of where he makes everything sound good. It's like, man, I want yeah. that pedal now. I really do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could send him a. You could throw him a, a piece of string, and he would hold it between his hands and pluck it with his thumb, and you'd be like, where can I buy that string? Mm, what kind of floss is that? Is that, <laughs> is that coated floss? What is, what do we got going on here? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else from Germany that stands out that I'd want to mention. I mean, it's, it really is like the people was the biggest part of it. Uh, 
hanging out in Germany was the second biggest part of it. And then this, of course, getting to mess around with gear was awesome. But man, it was just an incredible experience. And I hope, I hope to do it again. What's that facility actually like? I mean, it obviously looked like a big old German building, but like, so it's, it's really interesting. Uh, okay. I went, I went to Sweetwater for their gear fest, uh, what, two months back or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was hot on the heels of coming back from Germany, went to that, into that. Sweetwater is what I was expecting Toman to be, where it's a great big modern facility, a uh, huge modern warehouse, and a modern storefront, like music shop sort of area. Toman has their modern warehouse house buildings that are recent builds, but their storefront, like you walk through the front door of what was the original cottage shack that like great grandpa Toman started selling trumpets and you know like flugelhorns out of like a hundred years ago Mm -hmm. so you walk in through the first version of Toman and then you just start to go back into add-on rooms like every every time they grew they just added on another room onto the back of the building so it turns in it turns into this mc escher nightmare of stairs and buildings that are different ages well i mean rooms that are different ages with different like construction styles and just honeycombs backwards from this original room there's now just like the lobby you walk in and there's a desk there and the farther back you go the newer the rooms get and the bigger they get and the more that's going on and you're going to upstairs rooms that are above everything and it's just this incredible honeycombed building that's full of history and it i just i don't think most like us based businesses would do it that way they would have gotten a couple rooms deep and then moved to another building and then done that four or five times until they landed into a showroom that was connected to a gigantic modern warehouse and and then just just keeping this original building and just continuing to add on to it is just a, it has a ton of character it's a blast to walk around it's a very authentic and sincere feeling it's got a lot of personality that's very very interesting i uh i i was surprised and the reason i asked is cuz like a lot of the videos that were done they looked like they weren't very in very big rooms and so i was like this is like one of the powerhouses of yeah. music retail which actually a lot of americans may not even realize oh sure they, they're they're the they're the sweet water of europe like they're huge all of europe yeah like, all of europe yeah they're a huge operation and their um, their, their warehouse facility their modern warehouse is is fully comparable to what i saw at Sweetwater. like it's huge and it's you know got all this automation and just people running around shipping stuff and giant conveyor belts where it just spits out you know orders all day long every day you look at the conveyor belt and like every single one of those packages just got ordered and is going out this moment pretty incredible i I would yeah that's insane i would love to see some of that stuff it's 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 kind of fascinating to see a a big machine like that work um it's just you know some like somebody had to design all those systems and and all the thought that went behind it and to make sure that thousands of these packages go where they're supposed to go every day. It's kind of a, kind of a trip. It was kind of like being in one of those, you know, how it gets made videos or, you know, like picture, picture for Mr. Rogers, just watching stuff get picked off the shelves by robots and then dropped down to conveyor belts 
down to like the sorting thing, down to like people who are going to check the product before it goes out and do setups on guitars and stuff and back onto conveyor belts. And like so many steps of the process to get product out the door as soon as it's ordered. It's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. That's a, uh, that's fascinating. Yeah. I'm uh I I didn't see all of the and that's probably not what they want their main focus to be. But did did anybody take any footage of some of that stuff or do they trying to keep that as under wraps as they can? So we all got the tour the first day of the warehouse and we were all filming all the YouTubers were filming. Uh, and I think we were all looking at each other after it like we all filmed this. If one of us publishes it, maybe the rest of us don't need to. So I don't know if anyone actually published their footage, but I didn't publish any of mine of the warehouse stuff. I probably should look into that and see if I should do it. I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see any, but I'm not subscribed to everybody that was there. So well, why not? Uh, Because I don't go on YouTube very much. <laughs> it's OK. I'm not subscribed to everyone either. I mean, there were like 30 YouTubers there. It was ridiculous. I yeah, I only know I only know like the people that are kind of active in the podcast community sure. as well, you know, like Jay and Stefan and yeah. you and I, I like I didn't know even know everybody that was there. So yeah. that's, what do you what do you think I'm, of Dan and Mick from the pedal show podcasting now? I think that I tried to get them on the podcast and they didn't answer me, Ooh. so I'm offended about it. No, I'm not really offended. They probably dismissed it. I did it in the most unprofessional way possible, which is an Instagram DM. So they may not have even seen it. <laughs> oh, you didn't use one of your pigeons, huh? I didn't use the pigeons. I hear a guy shoots them. When, when <laughs> you know, there, like, there was a couple people there uh, that are just miles above the rest of us as far as like subscriber numbers go. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if, if I was at that level, if I had hundreds of thousands of subscribers, I'd probably have someone working my Instagram for me. I probably wouldn't get every message. You know? <laughs> and I probably wouldn't have time to answer every message because it would be a lot. I'm sure. It's an, it's a notoriously awful way to, to communicate. Cause like, it's not like most people, you know, don't have like notifications on for, for those. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, it's a terrible way to do it. So I'm really just making fun of myself. Cause if I really, I'm sure they would be not, at least they would at least be nice. They wouldn't just ignore me. If I went through an actual legit communication channel, they would probably well, actually respond. Uh, you, they might, know. they might ignore you. If you call them on the telephone, they answer the phone and they just hear you talking and they just leave you on hold. To be fair, if that was me <laughs> calling myself, I would ignore me too. So Dan and Mick are real nice. They were they were fun to hang out with. They seem they, like really cool yeah. guys, and I love I love what they've what they've done. I, yeah. I'm very impressed by it. Yeah, they're nice guys. They seem like and correct me if I'm wrong, but you know YouTube can get pretty nasty, as you've experienced. It seems like oh yeah, Dan, Dan and Mick are like universally loved by everyone though. Pretty much. Maybe they probably have a different perspective, but like I've never heard anyone be like, oh, that pedal show. Those guys are stupid. Yeah, like, no, I've I've never seen anyone trash them online like people seem to love them. The thing that I don't I can't wrap my head around is that they do an hour video show where they just kind of like ramble around and like do whatever comes to mind. And they're just kind of like hanging out real chill. And just people love watching them. I, I feel like I can't make a six minute video without losing people halfway through. So 
just it's incredible that they have what it takes to keep people engaged for an hour that's just amazing it is it's a uh, and which you know that's why it makes sense that they would also put it out in podcast form i'm oh, totally. kind of surprised that they didn't do that you know from the get-go it's very much yeah friendly to that i mean well, there's granted more- what they do is 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 a little more involved but yeah. uh there's, there's more money in youtube i'll i'll say that right now well yeah that there's more people like yeah. everyone knows what youtube is like and it's, it's easier to monetize it too i mean you have to have a lot of numbers for it to make to like actually make money but it's it's a lot easier to monetize your YouTube content than podcast. It is, it is for sure. And Although that might and, be changing. Who knows? Well, there, there's, yeah, there's uh, some interesting, you know, services and things where that they're they're trying to make it more more friendly. But I I personally don't don't go for any of those. So a lot of them have seemed a little shady and a little weird. And I don't really think people want like an apple juice commercial in the middle of their guitar podcast. I'm not I'm saying not, I'm again, I'm not against it, but uh, if if there's ever a reliable way to do it that's not going to annoy everyone, I'm you know, down. You know who wants an apple juice commercial in their podcast? Germans. Who? Well, that's true. Germans, Germans, want. and I do got a decent amount of subscribers from Germany. And you know, it's, with with podcast advertising, there are ways to do it. I'll have to talk to you after we're done recording to tell you industry secrets. There's ways Ooh. you there's ways you can do it now where you can target like specific geographies oh i know oh okay we, we <laughs> both know the same secrets and we'll discuss we'll discuss it in our secret podcast basement later oh we do we we do have a secret podcast basement on facebook that no one ever goes to <laughs> it's not even a secret it's public it is it's, anyone could find it i know and, and it, they'd find a whole bunch of nothing in it <laughs> Like I remember thinking that was going to be a really cool thing, and then it's like I'll just talk to I'll just talk to Ryan or exactly. you know, whoever. Like I'm not gonna. No one like, actually needs a group that's just for podcasters. We don't actually need a podcast. Not like that. I mean, if I need to talk to you, I'm just going to call you. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to make Facebook groups, though. Like you have so many. I how do. many do you have? I haven't counted. I don't want to count. But it's so it's like. The way that websites used to be like, oh, I just had an idea, you know, footmassage.com, uh, I'll buy it. And people used to just collect domain names. Now you can just collect Facebook groups. Any idea that you have, I'm going to start a group about it. You know? And it's free. It's true. It's free. It is easy. free. And you never it, know. Well, that's a good point. You, you, know, you could, uh, you, you, that seems to be, now that I think about it, that does seem to be your, your method for for everything you, you you're just always trying stuff oh yeah let's just see if it works and i'm always like eh, i gotta think about it a little bit and then that leads to inaction but uh <laughs> you, you're a throw it at the wall and see what sticks type of guy yeah i guess maybe that's my personal brand so i can get away with it and it's like i'm also comfortable just abandoning things if they don't work out so i leave a oh, yeah. a, tra- a trail of wastelands behind me Ryan's path of destruction empty pages and groups and websites and projects that I've started yeah so many so many dead projects (laughs) yeah good times yeah thanks for depressing me hey that's what I'm here for (laughs) tonemob.com podcast the podcast for depressed YouTubers that's what it's (laughs) what it's all about
Do you, do you ever eat at uh I mean this is this is a big sidetrack. Do you ever eat at Panera? You a Panera fan? I have ate there a few times and it's not it's not bad. So I listen to this podcast uh called The Doughboys. Everyone can go check that out if they want. I'm <laughs> I'm not I'm not connected to it in any sort of way. I'm just a listener. But I was about to say, is this another failed project? No, no. It's it's okay. these these uh guys who are in the entertainment industry up in Hollywood or whatever. But they go around to chain restaurants and review the chain restaurants. And a recent episode, they were talking about Panera and they just summed it up so perfectly. They were saying that Panera is the place that people go to like sign divorce papers <laughs> like, or like like it's just a depressing place. It feels like like an airport restaurant like there's it, you're there because it's like a utility, you know, and the food is just kind of that, like, oh, you know, like turkey sandwich with basil spread and a slice of provolone and leaf lettuce like you could have gotten this from any airport restaurant right yeah i the the few times that i've ate there it's been a it's been a like well i don't really want to eat mcdonald's right you know right. like, like, like I, you I don't you don't actually have anything in mind that you want to eat but you need to eat and you don't want to eat fast food in air quotes you want to eat mm-hmm. something that kind of resembles food you might make at home but then you don't really know what you want. It's like, okay, yeah, that sandwich is okay. Yeah, I'll take a side of soup. Yeah, that's a very accurate uh, description of Panera in my in my I, experience. I've just been thinking a lot about people going there to sign divorce papers. <laughs> <laughs> or to like break up with <laughs> their boyfriend or something like that. Hey, you want to you wanna go to Panera? Let's go to Panera. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I'm ready to go to Panera right now, honey. Like... Maybe Don't. some other time. Yeah, if your wife asks you to get out to Panera Bread, you know that you're gonna have to just try to stay home. Yeah, yeah. No, let's avoid that. Let's uh, maybe let's go watch a movie or something. I, I don't think I'm. I, you know, I think I think I, we can make another meal work. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll really try this time. I'll really try. Yeah. I don't, don't make me go to Panera. If your if your significant other is asking for you to take them to Panera, you sideline that into taking them on a really nice date because nothing good happens at Panera. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, yes, uh, Panera Bread or the fanciest steakhouse in town. How yeah, about go, that? Let's go get some sushi instead, huh? huh? Mm-hmm. What do you think? <laughs> you know, the good place with the long wait? I got reservations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll button it all the yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> None of this two buttons down business. I'm, I'm going to button every button. Honey, I got us into Dorcia. You're not going to believe it. I got us I, into Dorcia. I don't know what that is, but it sounds fantastic. You could take me there, Blake. Oh, man. I don't want to go to Panera anymore. I want to go to did Dorcia that, with you. Did that American Psycho reference go just oh, blasting over? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I never, I, I don't spend time memorizing the names of restaurants in movies. It was just, it was kind of a thing in that, in yeah. that movie. It I'm was, trying it to was think a, of a single restaurant that I remember from a movie. Uh, don't I can only think of that, and I don't even know if it's a real restaurant. Probably isn't. And uh, and the only other one I can think of is like Cat's Deli, but that's just like a super famous restaurant oh, with delicious pastrami. Yeah, that's a real place. I, I one just popped in my head. Ziggy Piggy from Bill and Ted's. <laughs> oh yes, good pull. Yeah, good pull. That's, good pull. that's actually more relevant to, than anything we've been talking about for the last to, ten I'm minutes. I'm trying to steer your podcast back on track. I'm a real professional over here. You are. You're an industry professional. <laughs> I I gotta say, I mean, this is more cross podcast talk. But I was I was on the uh, the Gear Slum a while back, 
Mm-hmm. And I, I adopted this whole persona of just being like a stuck up a-hole the whole episode and just kind of like looking down my nose and stuff. And just, that's different than normal. I know, right? I just got to say that was a joke. I was just being silly. Go listen to that episode if you want. <laughs> Go listen to the Gear Slam. They're, they're a great podcast and I love them. And I was just taking an opportunity to play a villain. So I'm actually not stuck up. And every time I, I joke in that direction, it's, you know, the tears of the clown sort of situation where I'm <laughs> being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, those guys are those guys are great. I, I uh they 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 let me know um I, well maybe not maybe my audience is a little bit different but they let me know how much I can get away with I'm always like oh gotta stay on topic and I'm like well the slummers don't have to why do I have to <laughs> yeah have you had them on the show I I've had Cole Duke on there I have go. not had the rest on yet but I need to I need to fix that up you gotta you gotta get Phil on Phil is the the guy who runs that whole show I'm telling you he's he's the glue yeah. yeah. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna get him on. We're gonna talk about burritos. I mean, I love you, Aaron. I love you, Cole. But Phil, Phil is the show, as far as I'm concerned. I'm only gonna get Phil on the show. This is a, again a lot of inter podcast uh, uh, joking. So apologies for people who haven't listened to all of the guitar podcasts. Um, I can't imagine people not listening to all the guitar podcasts. So I can't either. That's a I big mean, concept right there. Okay, it's a, sorry I interrupted. Go, go on with your point. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll only listen, I'll only get Phil on if he agrees to do a remote recording and do it at a Carl's Jr. That's the only <laughs> way I'm going to be or, okay with it. Or an aviary. Yes. <laughs> if they could put an aviary around a Carl's Jr. There you like go. A Carl's Jr. inside an aviary. That's the uh, natural habitat of the wild Phil. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? We started just, talking about just, Panera, and the whole thing just kind of fell apart. Uh, are we getting is, a divorce? This is the the Tone Mob, the other guitar podcast discussion podcast. That's what it's kind of turned into, hasn't we're it? We're talking about other guitar podcasts and other guitar media, and uh, members of those organizations. Yes, that's all we discuss anymore. Yeah, and Panera Bread, and Panera Bread. Not the bread, the, the sandwiches. I mean, if they were just a bakery that just sold bread, bakeries make people happy. No one signs divorce papers at a bakery. That's true. When, you do that over a over a sandwich and a small bowl of soup. Like you do it with you do it with food that you could walk away from and get somewhere else if you need to. Yeah, because you don't want to sully like you don't want to go to your favorite restaurant and sign right. divorce papers. You don't want to be like, ah, I don't want to abandon this meal. I you know, I was really looking forward to this or like never be able to go back there. Exactly. Exactly. You could mm-hmm. break up with a different person at Panera every week and have it be your thing. You know, you can always, you can always go back to Panera. I mean, that would be a, a really weird hobby if somebody yeah. was to do that, but I guess it is an option. Imagine how awkward it would be though. If you go there to break up with someone and one of your exes is there also breaking up with someone. And you like look across the Panera at each other and you're like, ooh. I feel like if somebody's like a serial Panera breakup artist like that, they, they probably are in a Facebook group together. So like <laughs> it's a community. You know? Yeah, it's an online community. We're, we're the Panera bread or, or Panera, uh, whatever, uh, heartbreakers. And we we go Panera, around just Panera heartbreakers. <laughs> 
that's a band name right there. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Panera Heartbreakers. The Panera-, Panera Heartbreakers would definitely be a ska band. Panera and the Heartbreakers. Panera and the Heartbreakers. Oh man. Good times. They should so, have a they should have a sandwich on the menu called the Heartbreaker. Oh man, I think that might be a little too on the nose. I think they yeah. know who's coming to their restaurant and they it's don't want to yeah. dig up any wounds or anything it's, like that. It's off brand for them. It's too yeah, it's too on the nose. Also, that would be like on the menu at like a diner that's like trying to act like they're giving you a heart attack. Like, oh, this is just full of fried eggs and bacon, the heartbreaker. Mm. You're not walking away from good. this one. You know. You're going to die if you eat this. It's a very strange form of advertising. People die at this restaurant all the time. Like on the regular, usually after consuming this. (laughs) Okay, now we're inventing a restaurant and it's going to be called the morgue. You just go there and everything on the menu threatens to kill you. I mean, to be fair, I'd probably go there, right? Of course you'd go there. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be delicious. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm gonna go to the morgue, honey. I'll be back. Yeah, you gonna pick you up anything? <laughs> now it's turning into an episode of, of Dexter or something. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what the, it is. What's a show with cannibals in it? That kind of show. Uh, Cannibal Holocaust. I don't know. That's a, that's a that's an old movie. San, uh, San Clarita Diet. Have you seen that one? I, I started watching it and then I got in trouble because I wasn't supposed to watch it without my wife. And, uh, and yeah. And so I was like, okay, I won't get too far into it. But it looked like it was turn it looked like it was gonna be a good show. I only watched you, the first episode. You know what? It's fun. I didn't think I was gonna like it. Someone told me you have to watch it. I watched it and I'm glad I did because it was a lot of fun. I wasn't expecting to enjoy uh watching a Drew Barrymore show so much. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it, too. At least the, you know, the first episode I got done, I was like, I really want to watch this next one. Yeah, I also don't I don't also don't because she's technically a zombie in it. Spoilers. I mean, you find out first episode, whatever. Um, Yeah, uh, I don't like shows or movies where the zombies are too close to being people where they, you know, they can talk and think and do normal people stuff. But they made it a lot of a lot of fun. They did a good job. with it. All right. I'll have to I'll have to revisit this again. Yeah, it's kind of self-aware. It's a comedy that's self-aware of itself. And, you know, it breaks the wall every now and then it winks at itself. And, you know, it's kind of like. It's got like this arrested development sort of vibe. Ooh, yeah. OK, now yeah. you're talking. You're talking my language. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I wouldn't be surprised if it had uh, some writers. From arrested mm-hmm. development. It's like arrested development where a lady is gnawing on body parts. It's a lot of Southern California humor. I'll, I'll say that. I don't I don't understand those Southern Californians. They're 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 those ones with like non-buttered toast and like all this weird stuff. Non-buttered toast? Is that a thing? Do you not remember? Toast without butter on it? Have you forgotten? I must have. So oh, harken back oh, to the days of old. I just remembered. I just remember because <laughs> I I hosted you or I had you at the, the condo at Nam and mm-hmm. I put on this big breakfast. But I forgot to bring butter, and so there was dry toast. And yeah, I was, and I, I was so and embarrassed. I, and I didn't want to say anything until, uh, until you brought it up, and I was like, "Oh, good, we can talk about it," because I thought this was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, this is how we roll here. 
in Hollywood, uh, we don't butter our toast. Yeah. You, <laughs> we eat it dry. It helps the vocal cords. This is yes. podcast biz here. Yeah, you wouldn't know anything about that, noob. <laughs> Welcome to the game. No big deal. Here's your, eat your dry toast. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I had been creative enough to troll you that way back then. Legit, I mean, just didn't buy butter. No, like, um, yeah, if I was asked, like, where's the butter? And you would have just looked at me kind of like, uh, excuse me. Did you say butter? <laughs> yeah, I'm a vegan. Only the only thing I don't eat is butter. I eat everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like you got eggs and bacon there. Yes, yes. I'm anti butter vegan or should, something. Should, should we talk about something relatively on topic at some point? <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was trying to like I was trying to like figure out how to segue into that and I'm not really sure if it's doable or not. Yeah. I could talk about new new gear that I've got in. I don't know. Or you could talk about gear that you have or you could talk about you could talk about stuff we like or don't like. I don't know. I don't want to tell you how to run your show. I mean, I'm not some a-hole who shows up on another podcast and tells them <laughs> what to do, you know. I I generally let the guests steer the show, so this is kind of what happens. But oh, okay. uh uh no, we could talk about uh some some new gear and whatever. I've got I've got some stuff coming in I'm pretty excited they, about. You let the guests steer the show, huh? So uh oftentimes, I mean, I I try not to make like a big I and I do. I still do this. So So you know. uh politics, what do you think? Politics. <laughs> yeah. I think uh you want to get into it? I mean, who I did it's, you who it's you not who going you gonna, well. Who are you going to vote for? Who am I going to vote for? Yeah. Probably the same person I voted for last time. Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> Already, people are getting angry. Yep, and I'm gonna well, leave it at that. Not that person. Again. Yeah. Well, they don't exist, so that's kind of a weird <laughs> oh, deal. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's a different layer of political. We don't want to well, go there. I'll start to- ranting and raving. Welcome to the Tone Mob, the political anarchy podcast. Yes, where he wants to to break the system, but not in the way that you think. Let's talk about small localized governments. Okay. <laughs> Very passionate about this. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. Um, no, no, no. No, Mr. Burke. So what's the, what's the coolest what is, thing? What, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Israel? Ah, jeez! Give, give me a hot take. No, I'm not giving you anything. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a it's a rough it's a rough situation, and uh, that's about all I'm going to say about it. All right. Yeah. So you're not. So for the record, Blake Wyland, Tone Mob Podcast, not willing to take a public stance on Israel. Not willing to take a public stance on most things, other than interesting. Interesting. Mm. Mm. More, more willing to seriously discuss hopping on a pizza than serious issues going on in the world. Yep, yep. This is this is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm. I can talk about things that are on my desk in front of me, but I, I did that with the with the gear. With the apple, you did that with the apple juice too. I did that with the apple juice. I do have an empty cup that had apple juice in it on my desk 
So um, let's let's get into let's get into this. You've uh, your your demo space has yes. changed a lot, and that is, that is a big thing that's changed. Yes, yeah. let's let's talk about that a little bit. So uh, I'm gonna have a baby in October. Congratulations! Aww. <laughs> Just give a nice pause there for everyone to sigh and you know get it out of the way. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so that means. That my wife is sitting behind me and she's grumbling that she's the one that's going to have the baby in October. Uh, <laughs> I was I was about to make a make a comment about that, so I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. So, anyways, I'm I lost my original uh, music room to that uh, to the baby because that's going to be the new nursery. So I had to completely build a new set in the garage, which means I for the most part I lost my garage, which you know I was just you know had stuff stacked in there anyways that I should have gotten rid of a long time ago. So I built like a whole new like room in the garage that's just full of all my guitars and my amps and the pedals and everything. And uh, it's been pretty great. I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, it's actually an easier situation for shooting video now. Um, it was really, really hot in there, which was a big challenge with the weather lately. Mm -hmm. So I, I just put an air conditioner in my garage, which still feels like a funny thing to say. But uh, yeah, I, it's all set up and I'm probably going to demo as soon as we stop recording here today. I've got a pedal in from Yellow Cake Pedals. Yeah. Ooh, It's all set up on the table. I got the cameras ready to go and I'm going to shoot that thing. Is that a red pedal by chance? It is a red pedal. It's not a secret. He's got it up on his website. It's the fr I just wasn't sure if you had something else in from him that we weren't supposed to talk about. No, nope, it's, but it's, it's the furry and fried. It's the furry and fried. Sweet. That thing's great. Yeah. Oh. Have you have you tried it? Yes, yeah, I've got one here too. Oh, uh, I I really like that thing. Um, I really liked the original furry burrito. I bought one a long time ago when they first came out, and I've always wanted to try the fried gold. And so when that thing came out, it was like, well, there you go. You know what? I gotta say, fried gold is really stupid good. Like really good. I've I've been using it uh for my church gig for the past two weeks. And I kind of had it always on. It just sounds really great. I'm still like messing around with the furry burrito, but that fried gold, it speaks to me. I'm really liking it. It's really, it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, it's just like, you know, sometimes there's certain drive pedals. They just, they've got, they've got it, you know, it's got, it's got personality is the thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's kind of does like a low mid gain sort of thing on one side of the knob and then gets really heavy. I like to keep it around like 11 o'clock uh, mm -hmm. in the in the morning, not the evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just kind of like nicely crispy, has this kind of like tube character to it. Like it sounds like a, like an amp style overdrive. It's just mm -hmm. a really fun, nice pedal. It is. It's really good. Yeah. And then the, the, the free burrito, burrito is just yeah. like sustained for days fuzz with a ton of tweakability. Well, yeah, or or not. You got to play with that little. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The little LED knob. Oh, I know. I, know. I, I well, see, I had the original one for quite a while before, before I you even, figured that out. I yeah, I was like, this is a great sound, and look at all this, all this sustain I have, and look at all this, and then I was like, why does that have ridges on it? Yeah. Oh, it turns. Oh, it's a pot, and I think that was the first. Pedal, pedal I've seen that had the, one of those LED pots in it. So those, those little LED pots are so cool. 
I want I want a pedal that has nothing but those like six LED pods, different that colors. Looks so cool. It looks different really colors. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I've yeah, talked about it before with the with some people like like I think those pots get forgotten about. I don't know if they're a little more expensive or what the deal is with them, but like we were ta- I was talking to somebody about making some mini pedals. And they're like, ah, how are we going to fit this in there? We need one more control and we got an LED. There's nowhere to put it. I'm like, ah, use an LED pot and ditch the, ditch the LED. Yeah. Like, like, I wonder if they, they just don't come with the correct value to be useful for a lot of stuff. That could yeah, be I it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know circuit stuff. I don't know electronics. Pulled that out of my butt. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very much the same. as like we know just enough about electronics to be dangerous. Right. I know enough to like make random suggestions to people who know how to do stuff and have them be like, uh, mm, <laughs> mm, no, mm, probably not. <laughs> do you know what a capacitor is? Do you know? What it is? <laughs> yeah, I've heard just, the word before. Just throw a bunch of capacitors in there, mix them with transistors and you got yourself a pedal cooking. That's right. Make sure that the, you do the layout right though. Uh, yeah, and definitely spend a lot of money and time on the artwork because that's the part that I care about. <laughs> <laughs> it's the part that I can objectively say whether it's good or not for oh, me. Man. There's a there's a pedal coming out that's being sent to me right now. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say who it's from or what it is, but the art is over the top and it's like nothing else I've seen from this company before. And I know I'm giving you information that you guys won't know what I'm talking about, but it's so cool. I'll talk can to you, you about least, it. Can you at least say the company? Or is that oh, probably a no-no? I don't know if I should because I get these, the, the email says don't tell anyone. And I don't want to tell. When well, is gonna, it, when I mean, is this company has been around for a while, right? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, and so they've got products out there. Well, wait, when? But you when, just don't tell them about this product. When is this episode going to come out? Um, It could come out. Well, I I guess it could come out whenever. Could come out. Uh, w- I guess you could uh, you could talk about it, and then uh, I could make sure it comes out at the right time, unless it's oh, like six man. months down the road. Yeah, it's like four weeks out. Well, let's not talk about it. Okay, we won't talk about it. Yeah, that was a big buzzkill for everyone. <laughs> they were like on the edge. Is he gonna talk? Is it gonna? Is he gonna? Oh, he didn't. Hey, guys, keep your eye out. September third. 2018 you're gonna see it and you're gonna know what i was talking about put it on your calendar september, september 3rd. 3rd unless that date moves because that happens sometimes it does indeed happen <laughs> good good luck on your journey sometimes it's because we're waiting on demo guys <laughs> that's never been me i they've never waited on me i'm very uh i have a clean track record as far as that goes that is true. Uh, I can speak from experience that I've never had to wait on you. You, I, however, have waited have, on me. <laughs> I have been waiting on you for a long time now. When is that thing going to drop? Uh, now's your chance to uh, tiptoe around something that isn't launched or announced yet. When are you going to drop that thing? Um, well, actually, this is this comes out. This actually makes it pretty easy because uh, oh, I'm planning great. on. Yeah, I'm planning. Actually, th- nice segue into letting me plug this thing. Um, <laughs> thought we were going to be even Stevens on this. I guess not. No, not this time. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually going to try to drop that after I get back from Fear the Rift. So shortly, uh, yeah. shortly thereafter, uh, well, 
we're we're recording this. Uh, it'll be I get back on the 14th of August, so sometime shortly after that. Okay, I'm going on vacation starting the 18th, so I'll be up in the mountains. You won't be able to reach me. I guess you could have Steve publish it. Yeah, I was going to say I know Steve. It doesn't he have access yeah. to these things? Oh, he does. If you want it published, hit up Steve. He'll take care of it. Um, well, I there was a fun video I did super long ago, like a year ago, in my in my old music room. So it's like dated now. <laughs> I, I'm wearing a, this green fluffy shirt that a, a listener sent me, and I've green screened it. It's just a it's a very fun video. It's a very good video. I wish it would have came out sooner. Part of a part of the problem was uh, some of the other re- releases that were sandwiched in between got delayed. Um, this is the, the for everyone listening. You'll you'll hear this will be out by the time. Okay. You hear this. So it'll it's the it's the model one germanium version, and it's uh, purple and gold and very cool. And watch Ryan's demo to hear what it sounds like. Um. But uh, yeah, it, it got it got delayed by, you know, some of the delays that were happening with the Kyber and then yeah. uh, some other stuff. It's just like it just like kept getting pushed back. And I'm like, it's it's kind of killing me because they're like sitting in a box here. Like I, I can see them right now. <laughs> You've just got like 100 petals in a box and, yeah, and they're just like can't do anything with them. Not that many, but still they're they're they're, they're there. There's quite it's a, a few. It's a different amount than 100. So a thousand. Yeah, there's four million sitting uh-huh. here in, uh-huh. a, in a box. So limited edition, uh, limited to four million units. So get them all, get them while they're hot. Yeah, you want to get an early serial number like below a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you have to. I'm trying to even find this video. I can't even find it. It's sitting in all my stuff unpublished, and I don't know where it is. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it's gone. Oh, you know what? You know what? Uh, random kind of random aside uh, that the man who sent you the green shirt, which I'm not sure which I can't remember which alias he's using these days. I know. I don't even know who he is right now. Uh, I think he's Rom. I don't know how to say oh, okay. it. Yeah, I think I think that's him. But he uses a lot of aliases. Uh, I don't know if he's like a secret agent or why, but I'm actually going to meet him uh, at Fear the Rift. So that's awesome. Say hi yes. to him for me. I will. I will say hi to mystery secret yeah. agent man. Finally, he'll get to see his shirt that he sent me in a video. When you <laughs> video, finally, yeah. Um, man, so we're getting we're getting close to the end of uh, the main part. Um, I need I do need to ask you since we have we've failed to stay on any sort of topic. Um, I need to ask you if your pizza allegiance has uh, changed or if it's still the same. Well, I'm sure that last time I said my go-to pizza is pepperoni jalapeno. Yes. Do you have that written down somewhere? Is that how you remember that? No, I just remembered that one for some reason because I really like pepperoni jalapeno. You remember every pizza that's been ever mentioned to you? No, and, I, I and don't. That you've ever, and that you've ever eaten? I I wish, but I do remember a lot, an odd number of them, and it's, I'm so excited to go to New York and eat Joe's pizza. Oh, oh. That sounds good. I've I've never been to New York. But I'd love to go there just to eat pizza. Just like be able to have that metric to be like, yeah, I've had the New York pizza that everyone talks about. And now I can compare this other pizza to it. It does it did really change things. And also I was very um I was very skeptical. I think I've talked about this before. Um I was like, it just I mean, I'm looking at it, I'm like, it looks like a piece of pizza. Like what's the right. big deal? Right? It, lo- it looks like what you I don't know if you have these up up there, but we have 
uh, a chain or like a style of pizza here called New York Giant Pizza. And it's the it's the cheap pizza that you get for parties because it's, you know, like 40 inches wide and, you know, everyone gets a, a big slice and, and that's the end of it. But it's just like a thin crust with kind of room temperature cheese on it <laughs> by, by the time you get it. And that's kind of what New York pizza looks like in shows is it looks like that style of pizza. But then it's 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 got to be better than that, right? It's way better. Like, yeah. it's like, I, 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 even in person, I was like, this still, you know, I went to the classic, like, well, I mean, depends on who you talk to. It's hard to, you know, to know what is the classic place. But universally, like most people seem seemed to agree, at least people I talk to, that Joe's Pizza um, is, you know, legit. And right. I, I went there and 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 I got a slice and I just looked at it and like that looks like a, this looks like a piece of pizza. But right. I ate it and I was like, oh, no, what was I thinking? Like, is it this, a flavor thing or is it a texture thing? It's a everything. It's the whole it's the whole package. Uh, the the texture, you know, the crust is just right. You know, it's got just enough crunch to it, but well, it's still, true. you know, a, a pizza crust. Right. And then like how whatever they're using for sauce and the, it's just it's the whole it's the whole package. Right. I'll, um, I'll, I'll have to make my way over there someday and, and try some out. Um, we we have a pizzeria here called Pizza Real Luigi's. And I'll say right now that they're they're my favorite pizza in all of San Diego. And if the if the crust can outdo that in New York, I'd be really impressed because it's just mm. it's this perfect thin style crust where like even at the tip, even at the tip of the pizza, mm -hmm. you, you bite into it and there's a little bit of like a snap. Mm, and then like as you good. as you pull away, like you feel the bread inside like stretch and pull like that. That's a premium pizza crust experience. It's not just a soggy piece of bread with stuff on top of it. It's not a crispy cracker with stuff on top of it. It's this this combination of like a little bit of a crisp and it's dry on the bottom. It's not oily on the bottom. And mm -hmm. then like this gentle tug as you pull away and the and the bread inside is soft and chewy. Like it's that's that's the ticket right there. In my that sounds perfect. Yeah, that sounds yeah. absolutely perfect. It's like it's a kind of crust where like you don't need to load it with toppings. Like you can do a more balanced pizza where you just have a little bit going on, you know, a couple of globs of sauce, good cheese on there, you know, a little bit of meat and some jalapenos, and that's all you need. It's good stuff. That's uh that sounds sounds kind of kind of like some of the New York pizzas. Like right. they they didn't load them down. In fact, a lot of the the you know, it's hard for me not to get not to get pizza with some meat on it, at least some pepperoni or something. Uh huh. Um, but a lot of the New Yorkers are like, if it isn't good as a cheese slice, it's not good oh, pizza. Totally. Oh, totally. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's a valid point. And I'm, I could definitely eat a lot of that stuff as a straight cheese slice. It's not like that it, I did, but I could. Yeah. If an ice cream company can't make a good vanilla, what are they even doing? Like, yeah, you, yeah, ha you have no to be able to, you have to mm -hmm. be able to make a good slice of cheese pizza or, like you, like what good are you? You know, I mean, you're not you go, a you're not a pizza. Yeah, if you go to some fancy hipster pizza place that puts, you know, like avocado on things or whatever, and they can't give you a good slice of cheese pizza, they haven't done their uh, they haven't you know spent their time in the trenches. Yeah, they haven't done their due dil diligence. Their due diligence. They got to do that due diligence. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with you. Hmm, I want to try that 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 pizzeria Luigi. That sounds pretty good. It's pretty good. If 
if you make it down here sometime, I'll take you. I, I have to take you if, you if you make it down here. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I do need to get down to San Diego. I've, I've never been to San Diego, at least not that I can remember. I might have been should. there as a little kid or something, but I don't you remember. You should do it. You should definitely come down here, and we should make some content together. Mm, tent. Yeah, yes. let's, let's pitch some tent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right ryan well we've crested the the hour mark and i I know you got some other stuff to do and yeah. i was gonna try to coerce you into doing a little extra for patreon oh sure okay yeah well, all right take well, care, gotta take care of the patreons you know we got we got to yep so we're gonna hang up this one and we're gonna start another one hey i'll you know what to help you get patreons i'll tell you in the patreon what pedal i'm talking about that isn't oh there we that? go how about that? Oh, that is spicy. I like you, that. That's a hot have, take. You do have to publish that. Uh, I guess you could publish it. Close. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll, figure we'll, it out. we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about yeah. it. All right. So for Ryan, this is Blake. And as always, folks, good luck and good tones. There you have it, folks. There's another one in the can. If you haven't already, and I can't imagine that you're not, go check out the 60 Cycle Hum podcast. It's a lot different than this. They uh, actually talk about guitar stuff most of the time, so that's helpful. Um, But yeah, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar podcast. And Ryan and Steve sit down every week and they discuss random guitar-based topics. They discuss uh, ads they find on Craigslist and Reverb. And all kinds of things. So make sure if you're not there already, go check out 60 Cycle Hum. And as for the pedal that we talked about, the Model 1 Germanium Edition, that is available. They've been available for a couple days, and we've got, I think, I think we've got 18 or 20 left. I'll have to check the inventory. But they are available right now if you go to tonemob.com slash store. You can check out the demos. You can check out Ryan's demo. You can check out one by RJ Ronquillo which is just that dude just shreds and he did a really good job on that. So tonemob.com slash store, you can find it and it's a nice sparkly purple and gold fuzzy box of deliciousness. So once we're done with these, I don't know that we're going to do any more model ones. There's definitely not any planned. And um, I think we'll, we'll be moving on to other, other projects. Um, So check out, that if you are interested i think it turned out fantastic solid gold effects built it for me just like the last one and uses new old stock germanium transistors and has like a more overdriven type character to the fuzz it's a little mellower a little warmer but still really wild because it's the model one it's a wild pedal so go ahead and check that out and just like last week if you could share this with one person that would really really mean the world to me just just any of your guitar friends, if you think they, they would enjoy these ramblings, you could just share it with them. That would be absolutely fantastic. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you need to hear what Ryan's talking about, then you can go to patreon.com slash tone mob and check out if any of the levels if they, they seem appropriate for you, if they work for for you and you get uh, you get that good stuff that you need. There's different um I think I've talked about it before. There's different levels of uh, of um, patronage, I guess you would say, to uh, you can subscribe to, and you get different benefits 
at those different levels. So go ahead and check that out too if it's something you're into. As always, thank you so much for listening. There would be no point in doing any of this if you weren't here listening. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and I will talk to you next week. One last thing before we totally sign off here, I just want to remind you that if you do any shopping at Stringjoy, that's Stringjoy Guitar Strings made in Nashville, that will help me out as well. As I've said for years, I'm heavily involved in that company, and I really do think they're making the best products on the market. So if you would like to try custom strings, go to ToneMob.com Stringjoy and check them out today. I seriously, seriously, seriously love what the team down there is doing. I help them out with all kinds of things, and by you supporting them, you are also supporting me as well. And hey, you need some strings, so why not get some custom strings just for your guitar and playing style? Again, the link for that is tonemob.com stringjoy, and that will take you right to their website and you can do all your shopping through there, and that will help everyone involved out. So thank you very much. Talk to you next time. We are brought to you by the wonderful folks at Gun Street Wiring Shop. Yes, Gun Street Wiring Shop. I've talked about them before. I used to say based out of Bend, Oregon, but guess what? Sean moved to my neck of the woods. Sean's in Portland. Sean is awesome and has helped me with a bunch of stuff lately. And if you have wiring needs for your guitar, he can help you too. If you want to get weird with it, he can get weird. If you just need to spruce things up a little bit, there's your guy. He takes all the guesswork out of doing your guitar wiring, and he makes it simple, and his customer service is top-notch, and I can't say enough good things about Gunstreet as a company. I really respect Sean and what he's all about, and the product is top-notch. I've got three different guitars that now have Gunstreet harnesses in them, and I could not be happier. So go to GunstreetWiringShop.com and check them out.